2: Ready. It's a dangerous Stop. love affair
3: Can't be scared when it goes down Got a problem, tell me Stop. now Only thing that's on my mind Is who's gonna run this town tonight Who's gonna run this
1: town tonight In a
2: minute, uh, we got everything sports We got uh, the coaches' Corner We got uh, a minute with Ken uh, we're going to talk about the NBA, the finals, the Celtics, the Lakers. Talk about a little uh, football here and there. Um,
4: Coach B, you here? I'm here, baby. What's going on with you? What's up, buddy? What you got going on? Nuts man. You know, run around like a chicken with my head cut off. About to go down to the boot for a week. Running around like a chicken head. i run I'm around like a chicken with my head cut off. <laughs> Not run around like a chicken head. Let's get it correct. Right? Let's get it correct. <laughs> Come on, son. You going down to the boot, you said? I'm going to the boot for a week, yes. Yeah, so all my all our boot fans, you know, come meet me at the airport with some signs. Welcome Coach B. I'll be there tomorrow about two o'clock in the afternoon. So your cousins will be at the airport with a uh welcome home. welcome back cousin. Yeah, well, you know, welcome back cousin sign. You know, with uh-huh. you waiting on me or Put it on your um put it on your Facebook. I am you, know, you be son. down that way. They 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 come and see you. I'm gonna put it on the Facebook thing, you know. So people, I got my fan club waiting on me. Coaches, coaches oh, okay, coaches, man, club. you got a fan club. That's nice. You know man. how we do it. Oh, come on now. I ain't mad at you. Yeah, other than that, I ain't mad at you. Going to a wedding and then um, spend a couple of days out in New Orleans and hang out for a little bit. That's
2: about it. All right. Well, we'll get a minute with Ken whenever Ken, uh, you know, Ken got two
4: offices. So. Oh, I know he probably got to go from one office to the other office. What's going on with you, man? You know what, man? I got these. Uh, <clears throat> I got a golf tournament with uh, Christian. You know, it's always golf.
2: Yeah. I would say it's almost gone, but I'm work still working on my uh, my foundation, getting this uh, logo done so we can move on forward that. Start helping out some of these kids, less fortunate. Mm-hmm. The uh, Taco Foundation, everybody know what that is. That's teaching our children to kick off leadership through education. Also starting up the Foundation Foundation.org, so we can, I'm working on fixing that up. Got the uh, Crystal House Tournament at the Camelback Inn. That's uh June seventh. That's uh next well, I think that's next I think that's Monday coming up. Next Monday. For sure. So that's next Monday we have that. I also have the uh on one accord foundation that was been postponed, which was gonna be the fourth of this month. That's been postponed to the August twenty seventh. as the show going on give you information about that. Okay. So that's that's pretty much it. I'm going there man, I'm going all I'm going here and there. I've been in Carolina for this golf again, then going to Kansas City for golf. So I'm going to be doing this and that.
4: Okay, that's what's up. You out there busy? You know, you're doing your golf thing. Everybody who yeah. listen to the show understand, know that.
2: So. well, you know what? I go to these things. I, although I do like golf, but you know, when I need these guys to show up, they usually show up too. So right. it's, it's a good deal. It's a good You so
4: Watch one hand, watch the other. And that's how it's supposed to be. Should be. Should be.
2: Right, let's get into some sports, man. What you been? Uh, we get we get into your uh, coach's corner um, on the second segment, but. Yeah. Did you watch the um, finals, man? Not the, the I mean, I watch the
4: conference finals. I um you know, my the sole Celtics. you know, you gotta gotta love of that, that that veteran leadership. You know, I still believe that the only reason Lando the Celtics went out to the playoffs last year was because they didn't have K G. Let
2: me ask you, um let me ask you a question about Orlando. What are they missing? Um I I, know, I like to think Vince Carter was the answer when Turkaloo left. Well, is Turkey that much better? Is he, is he that much better of a passer? I think Vince Carter still can score, but only in flashes that we've seen that during the season and in the Orlando season last year. Well, uh, So what, what's missing my with the Orlando my, Magic? My they thought got my the most dominant center. I think Jameer needs to be more aggressive. But it, then, give me your opinion on what's what's going on with it.
4: Well, you know, number, number, the first thing, their bench didn't play at all. Their bench didn't have a good series. They had a good first series. Maybe second series, a, you know, JJ Redick, VA boy, you know, he had you know a couple good games, but J Will didn't have a good series. Patriots didn't even see him. You know, the, Orlando doesn't have a prominent two guard. Somebody can come in there and just throw him up, and he also play defense. They just don't have that. You know, last year when they made it to the finals, you know, you were able to have Hedo Turkul, who was more of a consistent player than Vince Carter has been in these these finals, these playoffs. Um, you know, I just think that. You know, veteran leadership. I don't know. You know, it ain't Stan Van Gundy, that's for sure.
2: You don't uh, think? It's, well,
4: I don't think it's the coaching at all. I don't think it's the coaching at all. I think it's just certain people on the bench didn't come in and play like they were supposed to. You know, Rashad Lewis wasn't. You know, he's that two man, and he ain't. You know, he wasn't really around. You know, he had a couple games here or a couple good minutes. You know what I mean? Good section, all right. a good section of minutes in each game, and you know one or two games, but he didn't show up to play like he played last year.
2: I don't um, – I don't. Well, the, the season that Turkoglu had up in Toronto was evident that what it makes look, Orlando look like they made a great decision in getting rid of him. He had a terrible season in Orlando. But I think the chemistry alone with uh, Vince Carter coming in, and these guys are professional enough where uh, he's a scorer. You know your role. Who I didn't see a lot of this year that I did last year was uh, Petrie's. You know, if was, Peter was coming off the bench or Peters was starting and he was uh you know, some games he started but when he came off the bench he was he was their three point shooter.
4: Mhm.
2: He can come off the bench and give you that instant that instant heat, that microwave. Right. Uh Vinny Johnson, Johnson, if you will. Yeah, I, I didn't see a lot of a, that. I, I did back see back. um uh, the center, um I can't even think of his boy's name. I did see him grow up, um Gordat. Gordat. As he grew up, no, no, no. Um, the big, the Superman.
4: Oh, the uh, I didn't see
2: Superman grow up a little this year, but he has no low post moves, no low post game. He that has really no,
4: baffles me. He has Patrick Ewing as his position coach.
2: And you yeah, don't have he's, a he's game. Patrick you know? Ewing is sitting on the bench right next to him. Right, and you don't have a, a post game?
4: I mean, I don't and, understand
2: well, that. Don't, Patrick had, well, Patrick had two post games. He developed a soft touch. And I think the, um...
4: The little hook he can work on. That hook is – you can't defend that hook. Not with Dwight Howard's hook, no, because he's too long. Seven no, seven you can't half, defend it. Almost 7.7, foot 7 inch wingspan or something like that. No, you can't. Right. It's hard to defend that. Like Akeem Lajuan. That was Akeem Lajuan's go-to. If he couldn't get you Absolutely. under the under the board, he was going to scout hook you. And it was 90% he was going to make that scout hook.
2: But I, I, I couldn't understand. I couldn't figure out how this team swept their first two games uh, – First two. Uh, playoff game, series, and then they get to the conference final and they lose, they almost got swept. And then they end up going down, what was it, 5-1? Yeah. You know, they should have got swept.
4: 4-2. 4-2 Celtics. But they almost got swept.
2: They were at a, a 0-3 deficit.
4: They should have got swept. They should have been swept. But, again, you know, Paul Pierce playing around with the ball the last seven seconds of the game in game four, you know, overtime, then no one scores any points in overtime except uh, Ray, Ray Allen. And he turns the ball over when he had, oh, man, I remember you talking about this. Right. We talked about that last week. The game. It should have been over on, on Monday of last week.
1: But later on, okay. two,
4: more, two more games, which, you know, it is what it is. Fon and Danny, it's, it's over with now. I just think that, you know, that extra three days that uh, the, the Boston Celtics are getting time off is going to help them in the finals. I honestly believe that the Celtics will beat the Lakers in six.
2: Okay, well, let me ask you this: so Before we get to the Celtics and Lakers, uh, the coach for the Cleveland Cavaliers gets fired. Why Van Gundy is not even being mentioned about getting fired? Not that I want this guy to get fired, but I'm thinking, you know, fair is fair. But also, there's different ownerships there.
4: Right. Well, we know Jeff. Van Gundy. Now, now,
2: um, Mike yeah. might he might have had the best player um, in the game, and I'm talking about LeBron the best individual player. Now, I think Kobe is still the best all-around player as far as what he does for the game and his team. But, but single-handedly, LeBron, he might have had that guy. But the uh, Orlando Magic has a better team than the uh, Cleveland Cavaliers. Right? Coach, The coach gets fired because he's. everybody wants to compare him to Michael Joel, and they're thinking, I have LeBron James. I should be winning right now. I could be winning, but, but they're not winning, so they put the pressure on the coach, and why you can't get it done. Now the the uh, Orlando Matches, Van Gundy, uh have a better team and he keeps getting knocked out. He did make it to the finals, but he getting he's he's not winning with his team. Uh-huh. And then the winning meaning when I say winning, I mean in the
4: postseason, getting it done. you, you know what, you know, it's Van, Stan Van Gundy, you know, I don't agree with Mike Brown can fire. I think that was the stupidest decision you could ever make. This man you know, his. You've been in playoffs for five years, five straight. Since he's been the coach, you've been in playoffs for five straight years. You know, you get to conference finals once. You get to the. You get to the NBA finals once. You get to the conference finals, twice. You know, of course, you don't have a successful record. But again, it's you know, this, the Cavaliers. You bring in Shaquille O'Neal. Shaquille O'Neal was not Shaquille O'Neal two years ago. He was three years ago. You know, you bring him in. Then you bring in Antoine Jameson in the middle of the year. You know, yeah, uh-huh. you, you got. Um, uh, you know, we got uh my ba- man from D.C. Uh, Delonte West, Delonte West doing having other things in his mind in the beginning of the year, and in the middle of the year, having to deal with stuff here at home in D.C. and in Cleveland, stupidity. Um, so did you, know, you
2: hear about the Delonte West and um, LeBron, LeBron James
4: uh, situation? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I, I can't. I, I don't. I don't understand that. But my thing. You brother, don't
2: think that um that, that distraction alone, whether it happened or not. Uh, Had something to do with his play, and this is what I'm talking about. They're saying Delonte West. LeBron took Delonte West in, um, you know, as a I guess as a friend, as a favor, and he stayed with Le- uh, LeBron for a while. And uh, his mother was there also. And they say allegedly he and his Del- Delonte West and his LeBron's mother were together. Well, that's here So, statement. and I think that's one of the reasons why LeBron is not ready to stay in Cleveland or don't want to be in Cleveland. Well, I don't you know, want to talk about, about
4: LeBron, Cleveland situation, but the Mike Brown situation. Yeah. Mike Brown was unjustly fired. You know, you want to move in direction. So, what other coach you gonna to get to come into Cleveland? If LeBron stays, who else is gonna come? Phil Jackson, possibly. You know, but what's going to appeal to Phil Jackson is going to New Jersey, where he can get twenty million dollars a year to be a coach. I mean, that, that's he's not going to Chicago is either gonna be stay in LA and take a pay cut, which we were telling about Phil Jackson, or he's gonna to go to New Jersey and, and make twenty million a year for the next two, or three years. And that's when LeBron will go. But again, again, it's like, you know, for me personally, you can get extra forty million dollars a year by staying in Cleveland. I would stay in uh-huh. Cleveland if it's a money situation. Uh, Mike I don't Brown was it. justly fired. Now Mike Brown could be the next coach in New Jersey. Mike Brown could be the next coach in Atlanta. Mike Brown so well, was Avery it, so it wasn't Mike it Brown. Brown. Uh, it wasn't his.
2: It was he wasn't a downfall of no. what uh, Cleveland not making to the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, Cleveland not getting into the finals with that team. And what what I should like say with LeBron, it was his, his supporting cast really didn't step up. If you no. want to compare him to uh, Jordan, like then uh, Jordan supporting cast end up stepping up. See, he commanded that that was, that type of play from his guys, and I don't know if LeBron is able to do that to his he's too. He's too friendly with him, and then it's one thing to be friends. But business is business when you on
4: the on on the hard court. Well, and that's you know and we'll, we'll talk more about that later in the coach's corner. But okay, okay, my 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 thing is the fact of, you know, coaches are always the downfall when a team doesn't do what a team is supposed to do. Yeah, well, I agree, agree with you on that. So what we going to do? We're going to come back. We're going to take a break.
2: We'll come back when we hit the coach's corner and we'll move on to some Suns and Lakers uh, that series before we move on to Celtics and the Lakers. Formula for sports. Sometimes we show we came from the ATL. We'll be back in two minutes.
3: The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred.
1: Are you ready for a fresh, candid, and entertaining look at sports? It's time for a radio show that doesn't tackle sports like everyone else. Join former NFL player Nick Murphy for Murphy's Law. Hear it directly from your favorite pro and collegiate athletes, coaches, and media personalities as they dissect what's going on in the world of sports. It's sports, entertainment, and fun, and it's all part of Murphy's Law. Tune in Friday afternoons at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Sports Channel.
0: There's a fly ball deep right field! Back goes O'Neal! He's up shot. got it! With 2.8 seconds left to left! I don't care where they put him, this one is
3: out of here! From high school to the pros, we, we, cover, everything. we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports.
2: So Ken from the A-tier. Ken might be in the A T Lost. I know his sister. He had family in town last week, so I don't know. They in Atlanta, and uh, I know his family, so it, it could be. Uh, he could be sleep now. He could easily be sleep. <laughs> he could. He could easily be asleep or drinking J.J. and taking aspirin.
4: Yeah.
2: yeah, yeah. <laughs> we were talking about the uh, coaches. Let's get into the coaches' corner. We were right, talking on. about uh-huh. uh, the the coaching staff. Well, the coaching. And the player situation, but let me let's go to the coach's
4: corner right now. Well, coach's corner is you know, overlooking over you know the last couple weeks, you have some of these coaches who are being fired from these NBA teams. My personal opinion is, why do you always why does ownership always blaming the coach? A lot of times, it's the it's the players on the on the court or the field um, who don't don't take care of their responsibilities that that during a weekly basis they're coached on. And I don't feel that. I feel Mike Brown should have got fired at all out of Cleveland. I think, you know, you give, the, you know, how can Jerry Sloan be one of the longest tenure coaches in the National Basketball Association with the, um, the Utah. Utah Jazz? And then you got Greg Popovich, who's the second longest tenure with all the right. Antonio Spurs. Yes. You know, the Jazz Perennial Playoffs, you know, the Spurs have won, what, three, champion, two, three championships or four championships under Greg Popovich? Yeah, um, I just don't think that it's fair to coaches like uh, Avery Johnson. He got fired three years ago. Mike Brown, who just got fired. You know, Doug Collins, who goes into a team's, you know, resurrects um, that team as far as with a young talent, teaches them and coaches them right, and then gets fired two, three years after the fact, like he did in Chicago, like he did in Washington. He's a new head coach in Philly. And there's a lot of things that's going on and that I don't understand. But it's like it doesn't make sense to me to fire the coach when. A lot of times the coaches aren't doing what the the players aren't doing what they're supposed to do on the field. As a coach, I know for a fact um, that you teach these kids, you teach the players, you coach them up during the week, you tell them what they need to be doing, and a lot of times they get on there and want to do their own thing. And that's the reason why you can't win games, you can't get through series, you can't be successful because the players themselves, some players themselves just don't get it. And then when the players don't get it, the ownership wants to blame the coach. And a lot of times it's the ownership who don't get it because – they don't put the people in positions to be successful, i.e., the 1997, the 19 to 2001 Arizona Cardinals. From my aspect, you have players on that team who are athletes who understood, but you also have players on that team who didn't understand. And you make one playoff appearance in four years. To me, that's ownership. And when ownership has a problem, ownership needs to look in the mirror themselves before they start looking at coaches, assistant coaches, and uh, administrators. Look at the ownership, people who make the decision, who sign the checks, are the ones who need to check themselves before they walk into any kind of meeting talking about they want to fire this, fire that. Don't look at the game as a fan. Look at the game as a coach or as a business person, and you'll see a difference in players and coaches alike. That's my default. Uh,
2: You know, I agree with you, too. Uh, I agree with you on a lot of things you said. Don't you think think coaches like Sloan, coaches like uh, Popovich, uh, Phil, don't you think they're in high demand because you talk, to, you talk about a lot of coaches can't get those players, or a lot of players are not doing what the coach is teaching, and you pay these guys millions of dollars. So it's, at some point, there's not a whole lot you can tell them. They're going to play the game they, they've accustomed to playing growing up. But you get those guys, those players, who become a team player, uh, e- even with the outstanding individual talent, but they become a team player, and that's how you find a win. But so don't you think Popovich, Sloan, and, and, and coaches like um, Phil are in high demand when they come because they can get those guys, those type of players, to, to play team sport, to play in the concept of a team sport, to play with that team and, and win championships and win more games than they won the previous year? Well, a lot and of them. As far as administrative, as far as ownership comes, coaching, you only get three years regardless of what team you have. And Mike Brown's at a disadvantage because he had LeBron, and everybody see that outstanding non-accolades that LeBron James get and what he's doing, and Cleveland being a small market, he's put these guys on TV. He, they they televise the Cleveland games now, which you know they they never televised these games. Um, no, they never did with Brad Doherty, and Greg Eloy. Mike Brown's he's, his firing was to a fault because everybody thinks uh, media-wise that they should have went further than they did. Or, and maybe they could have with the best uh, record in the NBA, but they expect them to win with a Mike Brown. And I go back to uh, Michael Jordan. He was the best player in the game, but he had a supporting cast that knocked down shots when the shots were presented them to them. When he was double and triple team, he can dish it out to a, a Paxson. he can dish it out to a B.J. Armstrong. He can dish it out. He had Scottie Pippen. He, he had guys that was willing to have uh, night in and night out. Well, yeah. And coaching, as far as coaching is concerned, regardless of what team you have, you got three years to make a difference. And 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 I say Mike Brown's his firing is to a fault because just last year this guy was coach of the year. Yeah. And, and you made a comment in the first segment of the show, but that he could easily be in Jersey. Well, his resume is good enough. He he could be in Jersey. He could be in Jersey next year, but. Who's going to follow him to Jersey? Jersey, the, the Nets does not have a team right now, and free agency they have to do a lot and spend a lot of money. And I think there's money they have, but they will have to build a, a, a strong contender to compete with the rest
4: of the league. True, that. I just think that you know overall, when you know Mike Brown, you, know, you just these, these, again they just want to everybody wants to put ownership on the coach as the failure for why they didn't do this and do that during the season. But I don't ever remember a coach. Making a two-point play, making a three-point play, you know when Mike was you know in what? the game. When Mike was in the game, you know every Sunday we was in front of our TVs. I know for a fact I was, and I know for a fact you were. You know Mike, was, when Mike was in, Mike was playing them games. But Mike had confidence in his people. Mike made everybody else around him better. You don't see that with LeBron yet. LeBron is still young. He doesn't. He tries to get everybody else in, in, but he doesn't do what he's supposed to do to make that whole team successful. You and I be. play
2: double-advocate with you, uh, not saying that you're wrong, but I haven't seen a coach make a uh, play in crucial moments. But I've, I've seen some, when you need a two-point play, I've seen world-season coaches call a timeout to get that play. Everybody has a play. You're a coach. You have a go-to play where you know you're going to get something out of it. You know you're going to get what you expect out of it. But I've seen coaches, uh, veteran coaches, those guys, the Phil's the Sloans, the uh, Popovich, call a timeout to get a play to put the game back in perspective, mm-hmm. and that's what you got to do. You got to change, but you also you got to change the the complex of the game, and a timeout a timeout might be what you need to do that. On the same that. time, those coaches I just mentioned was uh, they got those players to play basketball. They got those individuals to play as one.
4: Right, but well, what I'm saying is the fact of you have players. Out here shooting the rock or running the rock. Again, the thing I'm trying to make is is number one. We tell, I told my kids in football and you've or you've heard me. Don't let the officials regulate the game.
2: Don't put. The I think um Dwight Howard is a, a great example of what you just said. If he Dwight Howard, as good as talent he is, I still can't see the maturity from year in to year out. He's still complaining about fouls. He's the most dominant. Just watch what Shaq did. Shaq was getting fouled, Shaq, because he's just too big, big and strong. But you've got to work on a low post game. You've got to work on moves. You've got to be more crafty. You're down in the paint where the, everything happens down there first. The Orlando Magic work inside-outside game because they have shooters that can hit down the three. So you work that inside. If it's not working inside, dish it out. He has to become a better passer, which I did notice the maturity in that. He has become a better passer from last year, but his 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 whining is still going on. His uh, carelessness, as far as getting offensive fouls, uh, fouls uncalled for, unnecessary fouls. Understand what's going on in the game, and you don't have you can stay in the game a lot longer.
4: Gotcha. I understand what you're saying.
2: Uh, so, yeah, so I think there are coaches. I really believe there are coaches that but from the bench can hit a two-point play. And I'm just playing devil's advocate with you because you make great points, but there are coaches that call timeout. And that's why those coaches stay in high demand, because they bring the game back into focus for their players say, all we do, is, all we need to do is make a basket right here so he calls a timeout, get that go-to play um, in, in the playbook and brings it, and brings it back for.
4: Well, I understand that, but all I'm saying is the fact that you don't, let the last minute of the game, you shouldn't let the last minute of the game dictate the game. But this is basketball. And so the last minute of any game in basketball usually dictates the game unless it's a blowout. I think the
2: last minute of any game is the best part of the game. That's when you got those, that's when you got stars and superstars. And there's a difference in my opinion. That's when you got the uh, stars and role players. Role players, the stars, stars, the superstars. Mm -hmm. Because the last minute of the game takes place you you find always find out who wants the ball, and that guy, uh, male or female, consistently ask for the ball and knock down those shots. That's when you become a star. That's when you put. That's when the light starts shine. That's you, That's when you find out a guy has ice in his veins, that he's willing to take that shot and uh, win, lose a draw, uh, in that situation. He or she's still willing to take that shot in the same last minute, of any, any and every game. Righto. So, but yeah, that's the that, the coach's corner. That was, that was a great, it was a great coach's corner because that corner that brought us into a lot of things as far as coaches and players. Um, so, so that was good. I appreciate it on that um, coming out with that. No now we got the uh, Celtics. We got two minutes till break. But where did you see? Did you see? Let's go back to the Lakers and the Suns game before we move on to the Lakers and the Celtics. What do you think the uh, Phoenix Suns were drained from that? Come back, Vic, almost going to overtime in L.A., then coming back to Phoenix. And they, had, they hung in there for a while, and they almost made a run to go back. To, they did make a run, actually, to put them back within five. But do you see what Kobe did in that game? Man, Kobe was almost unstopped. Kobe was Jordan-like. And I don't want to say he's Jordan-like, but that's who he compare to when you got the best player in basketball ever played the game and Kobe doing what he's doing.
4: We got a minute to break. He was Jordan-esque in that game. He was just you know, again. It's all about having that that close closure mentality, that Mariano Rivera mentality. He, you know, we, he gets called it's a it's a wrap. You know, and and Kobe, you know, in the last three minutes or two minutes of a game, can pretty much close any game out. You know, that 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 misplay by Kobe and that tip in by Ronald Tess Don't know if it really took anything out the Suns. But I, my 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 thing about the Suns is that when they would make their runs in that last in game six, they wouldn't finish him. You know where was you know Barbosa? You know he played a few good minutes, but you know, where was he at the whole game? You know, you know Amari didn't get started till second half. You know, uh, you know Grant Hill. Let's take a break and uh, let me. I'll let you finish that up. Yeah, Grant Hill was doing his few things, but other than that, you know I don't think that I think that the Suns is just. for some time, sometime, Rich. Shall we be back in two minutes?
3: The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. They a
0: ass and then move oh, I just, and I just think that the coach made a mistake. crazy. <laughs> NFL,
3: MLB, NBA, NHL, speak up or
5: forever hold your mouth. We ain't
2: playing around here.
5: Voice America Sports. Are you ready to go green? You've asked and we've heard you. Voice America presents the Green Talk Network
1: Voice America Sports Channel
2: we Back to the Sports sometime. Rich over Ken from the ATL. Although Ken is missing in action, Ken is in the ATL with his family, so anything goes. I know again, I know that family, so anything can go down that way. <laughs> Coach, uh, you were talking about man, and, and the music came on. I had to cut you off, but I'll finish up what you were saying because I do want to move on to the uh, Celtics and the uh, Lakers game.
4: Oh, I guess what I was I was talking about the um, the Suns and their lack lackadaisical effort in game seven, game six, sorry. Six. Um, I just think that, again, you know, it's. I don't think they were too tired from the previous game. I just think that, you know, overall, you know, them having to do seven-game series, six-game series, <laughs> the two previous series is a reason uh, why they're in a the situation they're in. And they lost I, that I series. I
2: think um, I saw something different. I saw this. every Every push they made to compete with the Lakers – Kobe would drain them with a shot that was unbelievable, and that, and after a few of those, okay, he's supposed to hit those shots. But Kobe did it from the start to finish, and then I, I think it almost looked like the Suns, were like, well, we just can't get ahead. He's gonna hit every shot he takes, and it looked like he hit every shot he took when it came down. And we talk about those players in our last segment that he's <clears throat> he's one of those guys who want the ball, win, lose, a draw. Uh, in Game Five, he took the last shot. And was a miss, and 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 who got the ball? Um, Ron Artest. Ron Artest. Ron Artest ended up getting the ball, but Kobe wanted that ball in the last second. Everybody knew he was getting it. It's just a matter of if he was able to get that shot off. But the Suns kept making runs. kept kept making runs at the Lakers, and Kobe was just draining by hitting all these incredible shots with great defense on them. After a while, that becomes draining. Oh, so God. I think that's. I, I, I believe that's what happened with the Suns because uh, you can make a lot of talk about we're ready to play game six, especially after after that great effort of playing in, in, in Los Angeles and almost taking it to overtime and then coming back home to play. Of course you're going to have that home court energy, but how long is that energy going to sustain uh, when you're going against
4: one of the best guys in the uh, NBA? True, true. Again, you know, is Kobe. You know, like MJ was MJ. You know, right. until LeBron gets to Kobe status, then it's just going to be always going to be Kobe.
2: Well, I read this. I read this. Um, is Kobe the best Laker? Is he the best Laker ever in that organization? No. You say yes? I say no. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, I, you know, I just want to throw that out there because I, I saw that. And, and people, it becomes a question now because it's happening right now. So it's in our face. So wait till this guy to retire and then you ask that question. Because you can't say that when Magic still has five rings. You hey, can't man, say that when man. he's played all five positions. Uh, Kobe can play four of those positions. I don't think Kobe can get in center and be effective. Magic was effective at the five positions. I don't think Kobe now, play Magic, but you got Kareem. You, you got know. you got you got there's plenty of Lakers that played that game for Kobe and um uh, and that's a good question to
4: ask. But wait till he's finished with his career well, before you can ask that question. You're also saying this, too, Kwame, Is that, you know, Magic won, and won a game at center. He did. You know, so I don't see Kobe ever winning a game at power forward or small forward. You know, he can play small forward. He can play two-guard. He can play three-guard. But playing power forward, you know, he'll get done, I think. And that's how that paint a lot. Yeah, you know, one, two, and three. And, that's,
2: and that's, you make a great point. And this is why – uh he always gotten a guy who don't give who's not gonna have him drain at the end of the uh, at the end of the period. Right. So he because yeah, planning that three that four and that four that four and five, he's gonna be banged up. Um by mid season he's gonna need three or four games of rest. Uh by the end of the season he's gonna be tired. Mhm. So, and and that's how you strategize. You you have to put him where He's giving maximum effort on the offense, but not as not so much on defense. And that's why a lot of these guys get defensive player of the uh, of the year uh, or make all defensive team because they not guarding the, they not guarding the guy that's uh, number one on the other team. LeBron tried to do that with Dwayne Wade, but it was it was it was too camouflaged because he didn't guard Dwayne Wade all game, but he got him in the last final seconds where the Miami he had a chance to win, so he thought, let me get on him. Well, if you got him all game, it wouldn't be like that. True. Dwayne gets that shot off. He gets the shot off, but he missed the shot. But he would still be be able to break down LeBron James if LeBron James was gotten Dwayne Wade for four periods. So, let's let's move on to the uh, Lakers. I asked you off the air, how many fights do you think? Now it's going to be a great series. It's going to be a great game. But how many fights do you think is going to be in this Lakers and Celtics game? Going back from two
4: thousand eight. Um. I don't know. There's a you know you got your, you still got your you know you're missing Eddie House from that 2008 championship team. You know you add in Rasheed Wallace. You don't have. Um, oh man, where did House go? Is House going? Where did House go? New York. He was in that Renee Robinson trade. What oh, I think is going to happen in this in this series is going to be you know I think like I said last week, a couple weeks before, Nate Robinson is going to have an impact in this series like he did last series. Um, you mentioned that. I don't I don't think that I think Lakers are taking. I mean I'm sorry, the Celtics are taking in six. Um, I just think the Lakers are tired. I think you know, the Suns ran the Lakers big time. You know, you look at Game Four in Boston for Boston in in Orlando. You know, they had that Game One, and it could have been a you know for a sweet sweep. But you know, mm-hmm. miss, mistake by Paul by Paul Pierce turned the ball over, cost in that game. Then the second game there, just Orlando, they they got the second first victory. You know, I think Boston really wanted to win it back in Boston. I do right. I think that fifth game was, you could tell last maybe eight minutes of the fourth quarter, they were pretty much lackadaisical.
2: Yeah, they were, and that's not professional. But don't you think when you got a chance to put somebody away, put them away, because think about this. If the uh, Orlando Magic would have went back and won that game in Boston, do you think Boston would have won? Even though they won the first two in Orlando, do you think they would have won that seventh game in Orlando?
4: I just don't I, don't. I honestly believe. Honestly, I don't think that they would have. Um, I think that Boston did exactly what they wanted to do. They wanted to win it at home. Yeah, you got to pull it. But yeah, I think it's at home to, to, to pull it pull it, and call it a day. I'm, I'm never playing that game. That, that game is
2: too risky. If, you, if I got a chance to put you away on your own court, I'm gonna put you away. I'm not gonna wait till I get home. When I get home, we can celebrate that that we put them away and move on to the next game. At the same time, I, I get the rest of my players. I get to rest some guys that's banged up, that's injured, uh, uh, Rondo's spasm on his back, Kenny's, uh, KG's knee. I get to rest a lot of guys, man. But yeah. put them away when you
4: can. I guess it was a situation where they chose. I mean, that's how, you know, sometimes teams want to do that. They want to win it. They know they could have won it in Orlando, but they'd rather win it back home. That way they're there, give it to their fans, and they don't have to go nowhere, and not travel nowhere, which is understandable. But, again, like you just said, if you have the opportunity to put somebody away, you need to put them away.
2: Yeah, well, they got the Celtics this uh, nine uh nine Eastern Standard Time on Thursday. The Lakers and the Celtics, and I, and I think um, the difference between this game and the Lakers and the Celtics, as opposed to the Lakers and the Suns, the Suns don't have enough big men. So the Lakers was towering over these guys. It, it was almost like it was playing uh, see how see if you can get the ball with their little kid. The Boston right. Celtics have big men. Well, but I think the kids might have. They got to be careful because it's going to be a physical game, and if like Perkins is going to get a tech and get thrown out for one game, he need to get it right now. He need to get it soon course, because they're he's they're gonna going to need to play um, the rest of this series. But the, the Celtics have more; they have big man as opposed to what, as to the Phoenix Suns didn't have enough big man to compete with them down low. Well, get can, compete with them there. in the paint, and, and that's oh, going to always be their problem. When you can run somebody to death. But when you got to play that half court game, you you're not gonna be successful. Even with Steve Nash there, and I thought Steve Nash played an excellent series against the Lakers. Excellent. I Boy. thought Amari um, Starman, who's a free agent, I thought he played. I thought he showed up. I think since the All Star break, the Phoenix Suns have showed up. But the difference in the Boston Celtics game and the Lakers is where there's gonna be power big man on big man.
4: Well, you also got to look at the fact of, you know, in 08, Lakers didn't have Andrew Bynum, you know. And Andrew Bynum, to me, is just, he's injury-prone. He's Sam Bowie, to me. Andrew
2: Bynum just got his knee drained to right. yesterday. Right. And man. he's going to practice Wednesday to get ready for Thursday. So we'll see how they go. He's a, I don't even see it. If he can come in and give him
4: five to six good minutes, I think that's, that's good enough. But, again, you know, again, they're going to need more. They're going to need – files, because you know you got Rashid who can hit the three anywhere on outside the arc. You right. Know, you have big baby Glenn Davis who's doing his thing. You know, integral part no way. is going to be an integral part in this series. You know, you know, you have um, K G, you know what I mean? You got uh, you still got Sheldon Williams on the bench who can come in and give you three or four minutes a game. Right. You know, that's an extra six fouls. You know, you got, you know, Scalabrini who can come in. When Scalabrini played in the regular season he had good games you know mm-hmm. that the Celtics bench is a little bit deeper a little bit more rested than the Suns I mean than the Lakers bench um you know i think that you know lamar Odom coming off the bench Lamar's going to play a lot of a lot of four spot this in this series at we what point have, do you think uh
2: age and, and and becomes a factor and what i mean by that as far as uh age as far as leadership and veteran been here and done that uh, we know how to win and and the close games or age, as far as the young Celtics or a younger Lakers team, where these guys are better run them, and and hopefully you're not winning the series in this first game, but you wanna you wanna set up a win, probably in game six or game seven, mm-hmm. because I think it's gonna be uh, it's gonna go always six to seven with these I think guys. six to Seven. Yeah, definitely six games, six or seven, and I like the Lakers to win, but it, I don't know the, the factor as far as the age is concerned if these guys gonna be able to run. Uh I mean I'm sure they're gonna have a they're gonna throw different guys at Kobe. Uh I'm sure Paul Pierce and Kobe is gonna be at it or they're gonna have somebody off the bench to come at Kobe to just to have somebody in his face at all times. But no, at what point I, I, does the age become a factor? Age meaning leadership, veteran or we can get it done, experience or age as far as we're tired. They run us to death. We're not gonna be able to pull this off. And we got 30 seconds before we go
4: into break. Oh, okay. I just think that, you know, that the soul series is going to be about who, three, four, and five, can play the full game and stay out of foul trouble. You know, no. Derek Christian's going to stay out of foul trouble. You know, is going to stay out of foul trouble. You know, Ray Rondo Rondo's going to stay out of foul trouble. You know, Ray Allen's going to stay out of foul trouble
2: we can talk about
4: that foul trouble when we come back because uh,
2: Ray Ronjo was in foul trouble for the last two games that he had to sit down. That's why um, your guy come in from um, New York. Your guy came in and had an outstanding uh, reserve role. This is the of Sports Sometime Rich Show. We'll come back in two minutes. We'll finish up this last segment.
0: Do you feel the need for speed? Whatever your addiction, NASCAR, IndyCar, NHRA, Formula One, Grand Am, or even Lava Racing, Pit Pass USA has got you covered. Larry Henry here, the host of Pit Pass USA. I put my 30-plus years of being a motorsports broadcaster around the world to work each week to bring you not only the best guests, but also the most interesting guests in racing, while also never forgetting the local weekend warrior. Pit Pass USA with Larry Henry, your front row seat to the world of racing. Tuesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, on the Power Up Channel. Be there or get a DNF.
3: go to the pros. We we cover everything. cover everything.
0: Let your voice
3: be heard. Voice America Sports.
2: This is what I'm talking about right here. Welcome back to our last segment. This is Quarman. I support sometime with Joe. Ken from the ATL. Is, he's doing a whole lot of things in the ATL, so he wasn't with us today. We'll get a minute with Ken next week. Coach B, you back? I'm back. Can you please get rid of that voice? I can't get rid of that voice. I'm born with that. You can get rid of that hate, though. You weren't born with that hate. I I knew you from when you was a kid. How you talk? Excuse me, sir? (laughs) (laughs) You can't get rid of that hate. I knew you when you was a kid, man. You got to get rid of that at some point. You got to let this (laughs) voice. Y'all born with this voice. The only thing I I can't do with it is sing.
4: Yeah, we know you can't sing. All right, man, welcome back to the show. These Lakers,
2: uh, I want to talk about some, uh, let's finish up on these Lakers and Celtics. I want to talk about, uh, we left off uh, talking about the foul trouble these guys are in there. But I thought Rondo and KG got in foul trouble early. That's why your guy, uh, the little man, was able to come in and put up great numbers. And he did what he was supposed to do as a role player. Rajon got hurt. Rajon got He, he, well, <clears throat> he, felt he hurt, got but the and past
4: two games he was in foul trouble. He, he picked up two early fouls. Him hey, and KG. Yeah, but, again, Ray John can pick up two early fouls and still play the rest of the game and, and not pick up no more than two more.
2: Third, well, four. if he's able to do that, then that's, that's even more better. But he has turned into a superstar, uh, I also say it's not a big three. It's Ray John and those other guys. Yeah, he's well, he's yeah, got to make that go. And same thing, uh, I think, with Jameer, but Jameer is not that consist- consistent. Jameer uh, Nelson and Orlando, he's not consistent enough. But when he take over a game, that team wins. Yeah, Now, um, yeah, Ray John, yeah, definitely – Definitely he's the guy to make that team go, so if he if he's not in foul trouble, then it's a long game for the opponent right uh right, let's move on so we've got a small segment uh in this last one uh Larry King Lebron James will be on Larry King, so uh we watch that, and we'll talk about that
4: I'm
2: and i I'm not sure what they mean by this. LeBron will bring two point seven billion to chicago they're, they're is that a, marketing that has to be with marketing and a whole lot of other stuff.
4: Yeah, they're talking about the whole impact of him going to Chicago as far as TV rights, you know, revenue sharing. Um, yeah, but it's, it's gonna have to
2: be like a the, ten million dollar deal
4: to do something like that. Who's gonna? It's like bringing the money into the city. People coming in, flying in, just to see LeBron play. Uh, you know, people who come who normally don't go see the Toronto Raptors play the Bulls, or you know, mm. whoever play the Bulls. Those games are now be sold out because they want to see LeBron you know, the businesses around um, on Michigan Avenue and around, you know, the United Center, whatever the name is called now, um, will uh, thrive because people sell out more so to go see LeBron. It's kind of like... Well, that's, the that's the same thing when people say
2: they had to see, um, they had to go see Michael Jordan. You know, you, you want to go see um, Kobe Bryant play. You wanted to go see all the superstars. You want to go see uh, those superstars play on that team. Mm-hmm. Now the question is now is what the uh, Phoenix Suns gonna do with Amari?
4: Well, Amari, you know he's a, he's an unrestricted free agent. Anyway, restricted. He, Amari's free; he can go anywhere. He's unrestricted, so he's supposed to be in that free agent summit. Also, they say <clears throat> where you know all of them meet together. I think you no, know, I'll be honest with you. I think Amari goes to Miami. You know that brings that puts Miami back in the Eastern Conference somewhere.
2: You know what? That that's that's a that would be a great fit because Dwayne Way, Amari and then they have um your boy from Kansas State who's bipolar or something Marcus like
4: that. Uh-huh. They got Beasley down there.
2: That would be a great fit, but you also got Bosh, you also got uh you also
4: have um uh the guy from Utah coming out, um Yes. Nice. All those my thing my, my, my situation on Bars Boozer. My thing on Bosh is I don't think I don't think Chris Boss is a dominant I don't see it either, but they—they—he's a free agent. He's a top guy.
2: He gets his points from somewhere. I don't see him going somewhere and be dumb like uh, in
4: Toronto. Like, you don't have the game plan him. I, I know, Just put don't. the body on him. Right, you do, right. I don't. I don't think you know Carlos Boozer. Different story. You know. Yeah. Um, Carlos Boozer—he's he, physical and he can get—he can score. He mm-hmm. can put the numbers up. Chris Bosh, you know, not too. No, Amari Stoudemire for sure. You know, you're going what you're going to get out of Amari. What well, Amari's situation yeah. is, you just uh, gotta put Amari in a situation to be successful. I think he's successful if um, what they need
2: to do with him is keep him in Phoenix, but bring some. You need a big man. He can't play. He can't play those big positions. He's a slasher. He, he just can't do it.
4: Right. I feel what you're saying. I, I, again, I just think that you know you need to Amari. Amari thought go anywhere you now. Amari and Dwayne Wade, great combination. Amari and LeBron, great combination. You know you can get. You can get a margin for less pay? money than you can probably get Chris Bosch and Carlos Boucher. So that gives you a certain team, whatever team, to, you know, bring in an extra, another free agent somehow. So, you know, yeah, that's a lot easy. of – It sounds good be-
2: when we're sitting here talking about it, but at some point a lot of these guys say if finance is not an issue. They just want to be happy. But if, they, if finance is a problem. They're not going to just go
4: and place somewhere for anybody. You know what Chad Johnson said, right? Child, please. what Chad said? Child, please. <laughs> I mean, really,
2: yeah, money is a big thing. Finance got a, if Finance is huge in there. They not just gonna go in there. They gonna get. They gonna get what you know what they feel they deserve. They what course everybody else is uh get in because a lot of them is, it, is paying these guys is mostly egos. Their egos feel like, well, I'm better than such and such play with that team. I wanna get paid more than him. I should be paid more than him. But you know what happens in two years? Somebody else will get another contract and they feel like, wait a minute. Well, how's this guy making more money? I'm better than him. But when you signed your contract, you were better than him. Now his time was up. His time his contract is up. So okay. I, I I don't know, these, these guys. His financial come a whole play a big part in it. I do and like that's why LeBron
4: is Talking about leaving Cleveland, which I, I don't think he should leave Cleveland. If money's the situation, then LeBron would not leave Cleveland; would just go ahead and sign Cleveland tomorrow and get that extra forty million dollars. Cleveland is the team that can pay him the most. Yes, yeah, what I'm saying. So you know, if it was all about money, I can see Le- why would LeBron leave. Because technically, honestly, if LeBron stays, that team is built. That team is built to possibly win the next year, and we said that for the last two years. LeBron, it's not, it's, it's not so about money. Le, LeBron, he's
2: going to get that money. I think it's that thing. He want what Kobe has. He want the big city like uh, Dwayne Wade has. He want that L.A. He want, he want that. And when I, he already has the fame, but what I'm saying. He want that all the time. You got the commercials. You got the city. I think he can get that. Because he's done tremendously as far as marketing, uh, bringing Cleveland, putting Cleveland back on the map. Nobody watches Cleveland basketball until LeBron got there.
4: The only thing Cleveland had before LeBron got there was the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. <laughs> I mean, to be honest with you, I mean, you go back to the days with Brad Doherty. Well, they got know, a bridge Brad to Evo, uh, Kentucky. Mark Price. Huh? They got a bridge over there to Kentucky. That's a bridge to Kentucky. It ain't That's Kentucky. right. It ain't, it ain't Rupp Arena. You got LeBron James. The thing is about the whole situation with LeBron LeBron, Kobe stated Kobe could have left LA after the third championship. Yeah, I game. don't think Kobe was going anywhere. That was just <laughs> everybody
2: has their plural to get what they want, especially when you're the best player in the game. And LeBron can do that, and I think that's what he's doing now. Who he has time? I like think what he has to the, uh, he has time to figure out with all this commotion and talk about LeBron James. Who can put up the most money? Which number sounds the best to him? If I was LeBron I wouldn't have an agent cuz he's marketing he can do this himself. Yeah, he can. I wouldn't have an agent. Sure. So because what can an agent do that LeBron has not already done for himself? Nothing.
4: Nothing. Not one thing, not one, one iota of a thing. And if
2: you and all the agent do is get rich, but I'll give him give 1% cuz I know baseball um and football agency is different. I know we were doing 3%. I know baseball is like actors, they might be doing that like 10% because their numbers are way better than ours. Right,
1: they and it's guaranteed,
2: guaranteed
4: contract.
2: More All their contract is guaranteed. Yeah. Well, man, let's let's go ahead and wrap it up. We got a minute to closing, so let me uh, shout this out before you go. I know you are heading down to the booth for a wedding that you didn't want to go to, and uh, you know it's family, so you had to do that, man. Yeah, gotta Don't forget go. to check out uh, crystalhouse dot org uh, again. It's for poverty, feeding poverty, taking care of poverty all across the world. Again, my point is let's start here in the United States first. Educate these kids first. Um, I'm going to get in the golf tournament on Camelback on June 7th. Call in. Check out the website. Also, don't forget to look on the website on oneaccord.org. Lethia Horton, all the information is there. Check out the website or email me. We'll make sure you get a spot. There's still room left all the celebrities coming in make sure you get in contact with me so we can get your situation straight it's a great tournament I want to call foundation.org crystalhouse.org or call Jody Lane home at the Scottsdale Camelback Resort we will
4: get you taken care Coach B I appreciate you as always buddy appreciate being in man you be safe y'all be safe thanks for listening I'm I know you got a long trip but uh, we'll talk about it alright bet
2: alright All right. this is the for the sometimes rich show, we came from ATL. We'll see you guys back next week. MIA, he's in MIA getting his back cracked, I think. guy, right, right, man.
0: Thanks for tuning in this week. Come back next Tuesday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time, for another edition of Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network.